Hello and welcome to our radio program. The time for intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International. Shop 12 Block AAJ's Complex, 32 to 34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's now join Reverend Andrew Green as he shares on part two of the topic, Protecting the Nation's Financial Gate. Let's look on a third component here regarding protecting the financial gates of the nation, in this case, Jamaica. Let's now look on the elders at the nation's gate. The elders at the nation gate. Elders at the nation's gateways are actually intercessors that are drawn from different professions. So it's not restrictive to a certain group of persons only. The status doesn't really matter. They are pulled from a wide variety of areas within the framework of the body and the society at large. And they are furnished by the Lord to do the work of the Holy Spirit at the gates of the nation. Not every and every intercessor can go to the nation's gates and operate there. You have to carry that excellent spirit, that gift of God. The grace of God has to be upon you. It is not your pastor who selects you to do this. This gifting is bestowed upon you by the Holy Spirit. Now, elders at the, na the nation's gates are not local church elders. So we're going to distinguish that now. There's a totally different job description with the nation's gatekeepers, known as elders, and the local church leaders, also called elders. Let's say we can do some comparison and see the difference regarding the function of these two set of elders. Let's look firstly on the elders in the local church, and then we're going to compare them with the elders at the nation's gateways. The first thing we recognize in terms of function regarding those within the local church, they administrate relief. They administrate relief in the local church, as cited in the book of Acts 11, verses 29 to 30. While on the other side, the elders at the national gate or the nation's gateways, they keep spiritual surveillance. They're always surveying. They're always knowledgeable of what is happening. Job 1 verse 5 and John 7 verses 6 to 7. A second thing about the eldership within the church, they correct doctrinal errors. The elders in the church, they correct doctrinal errors as cited in 2 Timothy 2 verse 2. While on the other side of the equation, the elders at the nation gateways, they make spiritual decrees over the territories and watch over the land itself or the nation itself. And this is coming out in the book of Daniel 4 verse 17. The elders in the church, the local church, they hold fast to the word as truth. They are word-based. They know and they are spiritually mature. That's why they are called elders. It is inciting that they are spiritually mature. They know how to rightly divide the word of truth. The elders at the nation gateways on the other side, they identify and call for the redemptive gift of people into that location. In the geographical location, they identify and call for the redemptive gift. They call for they have that authority to call for salvation regarding this nation, Jamaica, or any nation that they represent, as cited in the book of Job, Job 5, verses 9 to 12. The fourth thing that we recognize about the eldership, they rule well the body of Christ. They rule well the body of Christ, as cited in 1 Timothy 5, verse 17. The elders at the nation's gateways, they lay the foundation for godly unity by being supportive to each other. 
The fifth thing that we recognize about the elders in the local church, they minister healing to the sick. James 5, verses 14 to 15. While on the other side, the elders at the nation's gateways, you will not find them doing that. They can do that, however, but that's not their main function. They promote the developing of well-trained leaders and ministers and with prophetic church ministries. So they are always equipping persons. The sixth thing that we recognize about the function of the elders in the local church, they are kingdom fathers and mothers. They are kingdom fathers and mothers. 1 Timothy 5 verses 1 to 2 and 1 Peter 5 5. The elders at the nation gateways, they give spiritual direction to the prophetic church. Now the prophetic church is not a church that prophesies, but it's a church that understands the heart of God. The vision that tarries, they understand that vision and they will always do everything that is needed to implement the strategies that God would want to be implemented at that time that the vision can go forward. It tarries and it shall surely come to pass. So they are always looking out for these persons to be in the right place. The seventh thing about the elders in the local church, they are the church's representative in heaven. The elders in the local church, they are the church's representative in heaven. While the elders at the nation gateways, they identify and destroy evil altars. They identify and destroy evil altars. Zechariah 1, 17 to 21. Again, for the elders in the local church, the eighth thing, they are interim for resolving conflicts. They are mediators for resolving conflicts and trying cases. Matthew 26, verses 2 to 5. And also 59 to 60. While on the other side, the elders at the nation gates, they give parental care to the upcoming generation of the body of Christ. So they're always looking out for the new generation and giving that parental care. Two more things that we note about the elders at the nation gateways. They are the clearinghouse on doctrinal issues. These persons are clearinghouse. That means anywhere they go and there's any form of doctrinal error or what we call the doctrine of devils, they will bring the clarification, they will bring the correction, and they will bring order to the body of Christ. They also identify and break curses plaguing the land. You recognize the functionality is totally different. One focus internally, the other focus on the external factor of the nation. One focus on a given community, the other focus at the nation gateways. So they identify and break curses plaguing the land. Joshua 6, 26, 1 Kings 16, 23, and 2 Kings 2, 19 to 21. We could put the icing on the cake for this section by reading from 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17. Every scripture passage is inspired by God. All of them are useful for teaching, pointing out error, correcting people, and training them in a life that God approves. Seven, verse 17 tells us, They equip God's servant so that they are completely prepared to do good things. They are completely prepared to do good things. Let's now look at the activities around the, the national gateways. There are some activities that take place around the national gateways. Again, if we're going to be protecting the nation's financial gates, we have to be aware of these activities. The entrance to the city or the, the nation gateways becomes a meeting place for city officials and for other men, as cited in the scriptures. At this point, this is where they discuss current events, both national and international leaders you find here. They transact business, 
regarding national and international leaders. They also conduct governmental affairs. Both national and international leaders will do this around the nation's gateways. No one could enter or leave a city without traveling through the nation gateway. When we study the Old Testament scriptures, no one could leave or enter into the city without going through the gateways. The very same thing applies to us today in the time that we're in, that we need to be knowledgeable of the gateways. We have the air gateways. We have the seaports. We have to be knowledgeable of what comes in and what's going out. We have the responsibility of protecting the gateways as intercessor. Now, within the scripture, a typical gateway serves as a seat of authority. So what the Lord is actually saying to the eldership of the body of Christ regarding the protecting the financial gateways, we are at the highest point in terms of authority. We are not in the prime minister's office. We are not in the governor general's office. We are in the office of the Lord. We are seated in heavenly places. That's the highest authority as a, a human being that you can find yourself. But for to be qualified for that, you have to be born again. So we are qualified. We are the highest seat of authority. It is also cited as a control point. We have the keys of the city. We are the legal tender in this nation to transact business spiritually, the church that is, and we must be able to recognize and embrace this. It's a point of monitoring chaos, any form of chaos at the different gates. It's our responsibility to find out. That means we have to have our ears on the ground and to be able to monitor, to make sure that whatever chaos. Now, bear in mind as intercessors at the national gates that we are not ignorant of the device of the enemy. And one of his devices is confusion. Anywhere you find chaos, you're going to find confusion. The gateway is also a stronghold of the city. Now, whomever controls the gateway will control the city. Whomever controls the national gateways control the cities of that nation. So we want to make sure that, one, that the believers are strategically put. This is why the board says we are both salt and we are both light. We are here to preserve the integrity of our gateways and also to displace any form of darkness. Sensitive information is revealed to men at the gateway. Sensitive information. We are not gossipers. But we are able to get the information by listening to the Spirit of God. He's all wise. He knows every event. His eyes move to and fro. He knows what the wicked is doing. He knows what the righteous is doing. So we are able to access this information. And we are able to use it to create prayer points and pray effectively. And also assembling of leaders where decisions were made. All of this was done at the gates. Leaders were assembled and the gates were a place where decisions would have been made. Marital decisions were made, cases were tried at the gates, and these are very, very important. Let's now look on the type of gateways to be addressed. Now, there are different types of gateways found within every nation of the world. However, we're going to just look on three of such gateways that needs to be addressed. The first one is the national gateways. This is where meeting and discussing important issues for government takes place. And we must be able to enact the policies of the kingdom of God at this point. Now, the government exercising its authority to enforce order and to ensure that they are carried out as intended. This is the executive power that the government carries out at the gates, at the national gates. We also recognize at the national gates, the government and the House of Assembly making new laws 
or changing the existing laws. These are the legislative power that they have. Again, this is why when we are praying, we must pray for godly men and women. And not only be praying for godly men and women to be found in the national gates, we must also make sure that our children are also sent off to the universities to learn political science and the other qualification that they need to have to fit into these things. The word of God declares to us righteousness exalts a nation, but sin, sin is a reproach to anyone. Then also at the national gates, we recognize that there's the constitutional authority assigned to the courts and the judges, which enable them to interpret and apply the laws, settle any legal dispute that there might be, and also carry out any form of justice. And you might be saying, uh, Reverend Green, what all of this have to do with intercession? We are not gullible. We are not ignorant. We understand the more we understand the laws of the land and how it governs the life of the citizens, then we are able to also apply the principles as cited in the scriptures. So there's what we call the governmental warfare. At this level, we fight against satanic powers behind the church and the political government that dictates to control the affairs of the nation, right? So we have to make sure that the ecclesiastical government is in order, that we have no conflict, we are not divided among ourselves, that we can pray effectively at the national gates for the political government that is in power. Now, we recognize also that there's a second type of gateway that we need to be confronting and it's found within the nation. It's called the satanic gateway. Satan with the help of human agents. As I said to you before, Satan cannot do anything in the earth without a human being. He needs an embodiment to manifest. So he sets up himself through agents. So human agents can set up satanic gateways and open satanic gateways and they can also shut spiritual gateways. Thanks for joining us on today's edition of The Time for Intercession is Now, brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International and our kind sponsors, AJ's Wholesale and Supermarket, Credence Global Logistics, Shen Ashar Holdings, Neymar's Pharmacy and Remler Productions. The Time for Intercession is Now is inviting interested persons to be part of our live studio audience every Thursday at our office at Shop 12 Block A, AJS Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town, starting at 7 p.m. For more information, call us at 876-615-5801, WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594, or email us at proclaimministriesintl at gmail.com. Join us next Join us Sunday, next at, Sunday 5 at 5 p.m. for part 2 of the topic, topic protecting, protecting the nation's financial, financial gate. Financial gate.